Um, so on today's docket, why Phil Spector sucks, and also, uh, <clears throat> fuck. Well, Phil Spector's um, there was something else. What was it? Engineering. As a person, he's a good guy. Right. Um, oh, then we were talking about uh, dissonant chords and how people That's naturally. Right. Good job. Okay. Wonder if he should have looked up like an article or something. Yeah. I'm so sure can. Hey everybody, welcome to the 125th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Hello. So yeah, we were discussing before this um, reasons why Phil Spector as a uh, mix engineer sucks, and also this weird thing about why, regardless of language or culture, you know if a song is like happy and positive versus miserable. It's it's quite an interesting thing, and I'm sure they're like someone's listening, going, oh, "Here we fucking go." You guys could have fucking Google this as a clear explanation <laughs> for it, right? But this is not. How you operate. So this is what phones have ruined for people. Right. Actually, because that's true. when you used to go to a bar and you'd be talking and you'd say a premise like this, right? right. Where you go, hey, you know what's fucking weird? I bet this song, um, you know, well, what's a good example? If you said the My Love Open the Door, that's what we were just listening to. The Right? Right. Yeah. If that came on in the bar and you'd say... You know what I was wondering? If you, everyone starts tapping their foot and knows that this song is going to be a happy song, uh, I bet if you went to some tropical village where people didn't speak English and you played this to them, and they had no knowledge of Western music, right? that they would also go like, yeah, I understand that this these chords make me feel happy. That would be, that's a good conversation to have in a bar, because then the other guy goes, oh yeah, that's interesting. Like you did earlier, where you were like, well, whales communicate musically. Right. And phones fucking ruined it, because before, if you were with a group, you'd all kind of like pitch in your little theories. Right. And then you would have to start like working through it. Right. And then you go, that's the best explanation. It's probably that. You're right. But now you don't do that anymore. Right. Someone just goes, oh, let me look it up. And then they pull up some scientific study from like 2010. That's kind of why I was like, no, don't look it up. Yeah, you're right. We don't want to be right. We I'm wanna... lambasting the people that had the same instinct I literally just had 30 seconds ago. We don't want to be right. We want to be entertaining. But the point just is... like CNN. Yes. Yes. But the... Well, they're left and entertaining. <laughs> oh, I see. The, uh, that was funny. The... That was good. If you take a chord, like a, a C major chord... Yep. Everyone just knows that is positive. You know what I mean? Right. That sounds like the sun shining. Right. And a minor chord... They're like, ooh, that sounds like my dog dying. Like, right. That just doesn't feel good. What is that? Well, what other things are mammals? Birds. Um, everything. That's... Birds, right? Are birds mammals? Well, birds are just birds. I think birds are actually in their own category. What the fuck? Because they're not reptiles. But yeah, they'd be mammals. They'd be mammals. Siri are birds mammals. Are you kidding me? Uh, Siri. Birds are, you... are neither mammals or so nor reptiles. Yeah, so they're in their own group. They're, yeah, so I was right. So they're not mammals. Fuck. Well, yeah. All right, what are mammals that make nice sounds? So that's why I said whales. They have they communicate with audio with fucking sounds. But can they do like 
Let my love open the door. Can they do like polyphonic sounds? Can they make more than one noise at a time? Well, they do different. Uh, that's a good. That's a good question. Hmm. See, this is why it's more interesting than looking it up. Right. Because again, if you're at a bar, say you're with some guy that you barely know from work. I hate when people do that when you go out with coworkers and they go, "All right, no one here talk about work." Right. And Aaron just goes, uh... "Well, like maybe if a dolphin is swinging around, swimming around, right?" And it's going like people are like oh other dolphins are like oh that dolphin's happy as happy as fuck, but then if he's swimming around going they're yeah, like oh but, that dolphin's sad no but I'm saying if you go to a a an L- Inuit tribe listen far, I understand from the ocean what the fuck you're saying I'm just trying to trace it back but I'm saying I'm talking about how people that have never even seen a fucking dolphin no I understand that. <laughs> I'm trying to trace it backwards evolutionarily. Oh, I get you. I get what you're saying. So okay. before humans inhabited the earth, animals communicated musically. And animals can tell when other animals are sad versus happy. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Ah! I think it's something. I, I don't know. I think it's something just not like, I don't know if there's an earthly explanation for it. You know what I mean? Oh, you think it's otherworldly? I think it's otherworldly. I think it's intergalactic. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's one of those things. No one knows why. It's like, isn't there still, isn't the jury still out on why leaves change colors? They know the process of how that happens. They know how it happens. They just don't know why. I'm pretty sure there's still some things that they just go, yeah, it's just one of those things. Are you sure, dude? No, but I we're pretending it's 1995, so we can't check phones. Okay, so without checking phones, what I would assume is that the tree's like, oh, fuck, it's getting cold. I better pull all my water out of my limbs and suck it back down into the earth so I don't fucking freeze and break and explode because I'm a tree full of water. Right, but like, why would the leaves change colors? Because that doesn't happen around the world. Well, does it? Does it get that cold all around the world to where there's fall? No, oh, I don't know. Because it only happens in places where it's so cold that the, there's freezing. But it gets cold in like Tennessee. I don't know if their leaves change as colorfully as ours do. That's a good question. See, this is the conversation you could be having with the coworker. That you're not allowed to talk about work with. But then, like, that fucking asshole Gregory or some shit... Yeah, Greg. ...will walk in and be like, guys, leaves change because of the fucking magnetic field that emanates from your asshole, and it changes them green because it means go. And then people are like, oh, fuck. And he's like, and I'm right, and there's no way for you to find out if I'm wrong. And then everyone's like, oh, fuck, he's probably right. Yeah, because he's like, there's no way you can find out I'm wrong because it's 1995 and you have no way of checking. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but this is, you talk things through. You pause it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like it. So should we transition into Phil Spector? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's take it away. So again, as a disclaimer, we are not talking about Phil Spector, the man. He's no, a, He's no, a good no. guy. We're talking about him as a sound engineer slash producer slash... Uh, Husband. No, just kidding. Yeah, slash boyfriend. Um, and Ian knows my stance on this, and I've definitely talked about this before with people. Um, 
And I've made people very angry talking about this in the past. Because there's almost like a... Yeah, there is almost this sacrosanct thing about the wall of sound. But I remember when you... We both randomly found out that we didn't... It was like two lactards finding out that, that there's such a thing as lactose intolerance. Right. That's exactly what I thought it was, too. And... um Was like... Because I remember... All things must pass. And that's what I found, figured it out on, too. When I had just started college, I went through a huge George Harrison phase. Mm. And um, and I was listening to All Things Must Pass a lot. Yeah. And obviously, I loved the songs. And I remember thinking of to course. myself, like, I don't like the way this is fucking mixed. That was painfully cringe. And I get that everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. But, like, I... I don't know. And then I remember one day, years later, I was hanging out with you and someone brought up Phil Spector. Or we were in the car. I think we were going to golf or something. Mm. And a Phil Spector song came on. And you go, ah, this sounds like shit. Why do people like this? Right. And I was like, you don't like the wall of sound either? No, I don't. Yeah, because Ian actually, I think it was Ian, was like, you need to listen to fucking All Things Must Pass. Must pass. Why do I? Th- why do I always want to put shall in there? Um, All things must pass. That's the fucking name of the album, correct? Yeah. We can't even look it up on our phone, so there's no way to know. All things must pass, not past. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. I don't know what I said, but that's I know that that's correct. Okay. I don't know why I always want to say shall, but um, Ian was like, "Oh, dad, dad, what the fuck is going on with my brain? What is wrong with you?" He's dude? like, "Dude, you need to listen to that album." I was like, "All right, fine." So I bought it, like a two disc fancy one. Uh, listened to it, enjoyed the songs because the songs are great, and like you was just like, this sounds like asshole. Here's what I equate it to. If a song or a recording is a painting, okay, and you have all these different colors in the painting, um, and you take, so you take a paintbrush, right? Like a pretty fine paintbrush, and you dip it in green, and you, you draw your little squiggly line, which represents the fucking uh the higher notes on the guitar right then you take another paintbrush which is like oh it's still pretty thin a little bit thicker you paint some some fucking blue and that's like the lower notes on the guitar and then you get a purple brush that's still pretty thin you paint that right mm-hmm. which represents the bass notes and then i, I don't Jack know I, I see that <laughs> i see the vocals being like an orange brush that's maybe like half an inch wide yep and you, you end up with this painting that's all these different colors and you can see all the separate squiggles yep. which represent different things. And then you take a Phil Spector album which is just like a three foot wide brush which was just dipped in like brown and red and then just dragged across across the canvas and he's like, that is that is my recording. That's how I kind of see the difference. Yeah. You can't separate the things with your fucking ears because they're all just molded together and uh, muddy. Right. No, and I think... And by the way, full disclaimer, I get that we are listening with modern technology to something... Big disclaimer. Because I love old movies and I fucking hate when I'm showing someone an old movie that's absolutely brilliant and because the special effects from 1940 don't hold up to snuff 
now that like oh, that's so cheesy and it it makes my fucking blood boil. You are sitting on the shoulders of what these people did and the people that learned from them, the people that learned from them, and the people that learned from them, and now you have all these fucking great effects. You need you can't look through everything with a modern lens. You know what I mean? I do. It's like some pussy in college now. It's like, what? I would I would never fucking treat a woman as as my inferior subordinate. And you go, Well, really? that's why you exist. So if I fucking dropped <laughs> if I just dropped you off uh when you were three in eighteen fifty, you think you'd have the same fucking you would every single person would be doing one thing. The 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 teachings of your parents, the teachings of the school, the entire culture in which you're ensconced is saying one thing, but you think you would still be like, no, nah, I think I think I, I need to start a suffragette movement. We need women to vote. Fuck you, dude. I hate this idea that everyone now would be exactly the same with all the same thoughts anywhere on the timeline of humanity. Simply not the case. You have your opinions now because at one point people were bad. And then people fix those people, and then they fix them, and then now there's you, you fucking non-producing shithole zero fuckface. <laughs> anyway, very John Oliver. Um, yeah, that's what John Oliver does. You fucking backwards hat wearing gap tooth banana eating ninny. That's his comedy. It's actually funny because I I pictured that ending with like an any sound, and really? you did it. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, even I, this is how predictable his writers are. Right. Oh, he sucks. But um, right, dude. Um. Oh, watching him do a segment on black hair earlier in the week. Jeez, Louise. He is so transparently fake and such a suck up. It drives me nuts. But anyway, back to Phil Spector. So, so with Phil Spector, I get that at the time the Wall of Sound was created, there weren't a lot of technological advantages to make things sound big. Right. So I get it. I get it. I'm just saying it didn't hold up well through the test of time. It did not. And by the way, the Beatles, in my mind, are the greatest thing that's ever happened. Way better than sliced bread or women's rights. The Beatles <laughs> are just as good as it fucking gets. And George Martin is a genius. But listen... Uh, you know, I don't think Sergeant Peppers, which is like teetering on my f- second and first favorite Beatles album of all time. Mm. Uh, I don't think it sounds good. It's the songs. It's the orchestral components. Well, so I don't we, think Sergeant Peppers sounds good. Which albums can can we separate which albums are Wall of Sound and which ones aren't? Well, none of the Beatles are Wall of Sound. But, okay, that's why I like them so much. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it became kind of its own thing for the horn section in Good Morning to be super gainy and fun. But they, what they would literally do is they would they would record eight tracks, mix those, blare four of those tracks through a speaker, record the speaker blaring it. Yeah, out of necessity. Yes. So I get it. It's super innovative, and I respect the hell out of it, and it created one of my favorite albums of all time. But I'm not saying it sounds good. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. It just sounds like the Beatles, which I love that sound. <laughs> but I'm saying if a album came out today that was mixed the same way, I'd go, this sounds like shite. 
what you're saying is you like the Beatles songs. Yes. <laughs> I'm like all pissed off now. Um, fucking. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. It's very similar to. It just sounds like a fucking mud wall. For instance, it does sound like I'm a mud wall. That's exactly what it, the that's exactly the picture that I painted for you. <laughs> you literally did paint that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but even if you think back to like, I'm sure this happened for a very long time. That actually definitely did happen for a very long time. But I'm just thinking 90s for no fucking reason right now. In the 90s, say you're in some fucking band, you're in the recording studio, you'd sing the fucking main hook, then you'd double it, and then you'd some maybe triple it, and you're just singing the exact same thing, no fucking, no octaves, no harmonies, nothing, just the exact same thing, and then they layer it to fatten it up, right? Yep. There became a time where I found that to be counterproductive and where I, when I was recording, I almost never wanted to fucking do that because I thought it like made everything sound muddier. Yes. I would rather just record one fucking track. Yeah. Have that one track sound good and no doubling. You don't need to fucking double it, dude. I totally agree. And, and listen, there are engineers that are super clever about it. I know I, I, I know there are songs that I think sound great, Mix wise, that literally probably have twenty five guitar tracks playing oh, the sure. exact same thing. Oh, for sure, dude. But the point is, I'm fooled by it. The point is, right. I I don't know. I'm listening to something being quadruple tracked, right? Because it doesn't sound like that. So it's like with doubling vocals, right? Which I, again, just like you said, I'm sure there's tons of songs that are doubled vocals that I don't even know are doubled, and I think they're not doubled, and I'm like, oh, this sounds great. Yeah, and I don't mind doubled vocals when they're when they're used as a way of texturizing. Yeah, like yeah, it's like used artistically. But I get that when it first started, it was because things were literally quiet, and they would double vocals to make it sound more thick and a more aggressive part of the mix. But now it's like you. Who is that kid that stabbed himself like eighty times in his bathtub? Something Smith, um, Elliot Smith or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Elliot Smith. Yeah. Did he stab himself eighty times in his bathtub? I didn't count, but it was a lot. I know who Elliot Smith is. I have one of his his vinyls. He was that old. I didn't think he was that old. I don't know. You fucking tell me. Yeah, was he twenty seven? Uh, no, he wasn't part of the twenty seven club. Um, let's see. I feel like well, he's like the whole soundtrack to Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that's definitely Elliot Smith. Everything's doubled. It is. Also, do the mic in the front because when you do it in the back, it's oh, yeah, it's right. not. I mean, I get that that's his style, but it's just like, dude. To me, it takes people out of it. Like, when I listen to a song that I go, holy shit, this person's voice makes me want to light up a cigarette, suck down a nice coffee, and just put all my windows down and blare it. You know right. what I mean? Those are people that are just singing. Well, it's a cover-up for not being that good. Right. There's no soul when you do double tracking. Right. You know what I mean? And listen, I'm I'm guilty of, of that. I, oh, I, I used to double track a lot of shit. And by the way, I will in the future, too. There is a time and a place for double vocal tracking. I'm not I'm not anti double vocal tracking, but with Elliot Smith did it every single song. Yeah, I guess I know what you're Probably saying and I, he killed himself. And I'm agreeing with you. There is a How time dare and a, you. <laughs> there is a time and a place 
to be doing it, yes. but it shouldn't be like some fucking rule that just all the time. All right, you did that. Now let's double it. It's no, like, no, dude, shut the fuck up. I get doing it for harmonies because you want it yeah, to sound like a kind of angelic of choir. Of course, dude. Did I'm, you say of course? I'm of course. Uh, no, Donald just, Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it. I'm not taking it. I'm just well, saying. I want to be absolutely clear. You do need to get vaccinated. Sorry, sorry. That was a PSA. It happens every 10 minutes. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, so Wall of Sound, lame. Lame, dude. I just, it has no soul. It's got no soul. It has no soul, and it's not a soldier. It's got no gusto, dude. Also, so I feel like I can kind of, I think we've talked about this before, how we can sort of, and we're not being like, oh, we're fucking these crazy prodigies, dude. No, that's not what I'm fucking saying, dude. But Whoops. I can, if there, if there's a sound, like for instance, somebody hitting a snare drum or somebody playing music, whatever, I can usually assign shapes to what I'm hearing. Yes. Agreed. Not, not like a triangle or square, but like a fucking, a sharpness of a shape. Yes. See, he understands what I'm saying. So we both agree here. It's it's like a texture almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, sometimes a color is a sign. Sometimes tell, it's not. You can tell when a sound is round. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, but there's this this girl that has like a specific, uh, not fucking disease condition. How dare you? Where she can see extremely specific colors based off of the sound. Which I can see vague colors based Dude, off Casey of some sounds. Casey and I used to talk about that. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, tell me more about this girl. Um, she's on fucking TikTok, and like people would be like, "Oh, what does my voice sound like?" And she'd be like, "Oh, you're more of like a burnt orange." Oh, like, so let me guess. She's also super fucking hot. She's she's fairly hot. Dude, there are some really fucking hot people on the internet. This is a giant cop. that are very famous for just being hot. Yeah, and what's up with fifteen year old girls looking like supermodels? Yeah, I don't know. That's that weirds me out. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but I, I messaged her and was like, Hey, can you please listen to fucking the deer hunters, uh, the color spectrum and let me know if they're t- completely full of shit or not. And she never responded. So Jeez. I still have no idea if the deer hunters full of shit or not. Well, so, cause I do hear in colors sometimes like play a random, one of those songs. Let's see if we, we. Have like a shape or a color that aligns with each other, or even have one at all. Because I don't always have it. All right, cool. This is going to be a nice, Uh-oh. serene. So, like, all I see basically out of that is the snare drums and the kick drums as like sharp um, uh, shapes poking out of a wide, f- fuzzy band. Okay. That's all I see. I got you. Oh, so we weren't doing colors there. I don't get a color from that. I didn't see it. Do you get a color? I just had no color. Yeah, me either. But like this. Light blue, maybe. Yeah, to me, this was like a like an orange. Yeah, and then like. Yes, your cunt is in the sink. I love how pretentious and full of shit this could sound. Um, no, but it's, I'm being. No, I am too. We agreed. Play, play that. We completely agreed. They all agreed. Play the um, the postal service. Postal service again. Yeah, and like each one of those, like each one of those, to me is like a um. I don't even fucking know. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a three 
dotted like a mini diamond like, like a little crown uh, it's so hard to explain it's very hard to explain I remember one time Eric Strillin storage we uh I don't know we were probably like 20 and he's like yeah dude I want to write a book and he's like I only have the title though <laughs> and and I go what is it because he was like he just thought of the title and uh the title was explaining colors to blind people and at first i was like i was like ah and then i was like actually that's kind of a cool title because it it gets you right it gets you interested Mm. where you go oh yeah how would you this is another great conversation if you're at a bar yeah and your girlfriend's brought her stupid uh, friend's boyfriend that you never met before. Then the girls go up to the bathroom and you're fucking stuck at the table with this guy. Right. And you're like, fuck, I don't want to like, I was like, oh, so what do you do? Yeah. See, that would be a good thing to do where you go, hey, you know what I always wondered? How do you explain, like if you were born blind and like, how do they have any concept of color? Yeah. And, and then the guy could be like, yeah. And then the girls come back and you're like, you have like it's a like, wow. You guys are really hitting it you have off. A pen and paper out yeah. with like diagrams on it. Or the guy's like, I've got to go. Yeah, and just yeah. is like that. Guy's or the guy's like Greg, and he's like, dude. Yeah, they fucking are pre-programmed to right filter out the light reflection. No, but the um, no. So Eric, the reason I brought this up because I thought it was funny because Eric was like, uh, I thought of a great book title explaining colors to blind people. And then one time we were at uh, Bulma's or Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And we were walking by and he goes, dude, what the? And this is like years later. Yeah. yeah. And there's a book almost word for word called Explaining Colors to Blind People. What the fuck? And he was livid. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. I got to look this up now. I got to fact check myself. It may have not been verbatim, but it was something very similar. I believe it. I fucking totally believe it. But it's too bad he didn't have the book idea. He only had the title. You look like a fool, don't you, Dilford? Yeah, there's too many fucking articles. I don't know. I said take him to the peach tree dance. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to rewatch that soon. Do you have potatoes? Oh, for all of the um, cinephiles out there. Or telos- telephiles? I don't know what the... Philia for good television would be. There's a Netflix show called The Innocent. El Innocente. Mm. Very good. Mm. Miniseries. Eight episodes. Excellent. Spanish. Spinal. Spinal. Latinx. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, did you finish that yet? No, I didn't even start it. I might just read a random sentence from it. Yeah. Read that it. was weird. What the fuck just came out of your mouth? Yeah. Uh, was it a weird sound? Yeah, it sounded fucked. Maybe I was doing my Fauci. Maybe we were. Here, pick a number between one and... If, uh, if you live in a vacuum, then... Sorry. Number between one and 100 and, your damn room. 173. Uh, 142. All right, we're going to page 142. Hopefully it's a quote. 142. Got any good quotes? There's kind of the end of a quote here. Right. Is it a quote, though? That's probably just a reference. Uh, 22 of Florida's 67 countries. What? Counties. Okay. That sounds like a quote. 
22 of Florida's 67 counties have a mask mandate. There is essentially no difference in population adjusted cases between masked and unmasked counties. Further, of the 20 counties that implemented a mask mandate after May 1, only three had a reduction in average daily cases. Uh, yeah, anyone that's actually following the science knows masks provably do not do anything. At best, they are negligible. I just read a random sentence out of that book on a random page, and it had information that fantastic. And if <laughs> and if I can Folks. pull if I can pull that straw that pin out of the fucking pile of straw, then I mean, obviously, it's like finding a sh- uh, uh, <laughs> pin like, in the straw pile. People are like, what are you trying to say? Um, oh, so I'm saying that book must be full I of great watched, info. So I hate SNL. I think it's a geriatric, pathetic excuse for a sketch comedy show. And by the way, I never find found SNL funny. There were, like, even the Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, like, I get that that cast was way funnier, and there would be skits. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I've never watched a full episode of SNL and didn't hate the majority of the skits. Yeah, so, like, back in, the, back in that time, if you took um, a bucket of SNL skits, say there's 100 skits in the bucket, 15 of them would have been pretty good. Yes. Five of them would have been hilarious. Now, if you had a bucket of 100, you'd be like, one's hilarious. Yeah. So, if Elon Musk uh, hosted, I don't know why I just said it like that. Haven't watched it. It was like almost, I think when I started that sentence, I didn't know what the past tense of to host was. You look like a fool, don't you? And um, that's kind of what happened. You know, Elon was fine. Whatever. Um, The writing. So, first of all, there was a big problem. Okay. With Elon hosting. Why? Because he said, quote, problematic things about COVID and I think trannies, maybe. He said doge to the moon. Yeah, it was something. They were very bothered by the fact that he wasn't obedient to our stupid overlords that have been wrong about everything. Who's they? The stupid cast members. Oh, the stupid cast members. So, oh, that's right, because they refused to be seen in the final shot with him or something, right? It was I don't funny? even know. Oh, Whatever, and then dude. they show up at the end with their stupid little obedience masks. When so they just do the whole show maskless, and then when they're on stage at the end, when they come out, yeah, and they're only around the people they were just maskless with, right? They're all wearing masks. Yeah, fuck you. You guys are so lame. Well, it's about the messaging. Yeah, exactly. I'm not one of your stupid little robots. Go fuck yourself. We need to stop politicizing it by politicizing it. We need to stop politicizing it by making sure that everyone who disagrees with us politically knows that merit wearing a mask is better. But the... Uh, <laughs> so Elon comes out. His monologue was, you know, for, for what I expected, it was way better. Really? Did he yeah. mention Doge at all? Yeah, they actually Doge plummeted during one of his bits because he... Well, yeah. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Oh, wait, did he say something specific that made it plummet? Well, it was part of a joke on the show, but yeah, he basically joked that it was worthless fake money. Oh, wow, that's actually pretty funny. And um, it is worthless fake money. But so is our dollar at this point. It is. Fucking joke. But he's not wrong. No, he's not. I love how I'm agreeing with him, and you go, yeah, but he's not wrong. (laughs) Wait, no, actually, no, you got that right. Never mind. But the, um, they, Oh, what did he say? 
Oh, he apologized for his tweets in a joking way. And he did have kind of a funny line where he's like, I reinvented the electric car market and I'm putting people on Mars. Did you expect me to be like a chill guy? Uh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty so I was good. like, all right, yeah, touche. But right. then I'm like, wait, why are you apologizing to the whoever wrote that joke for you? Like, I don't get it. And then here's the lamest little thing that they snuck in there. All right, folks, listen. I'm not an asshole if you know me in real life. I put on my little obedience mask. For the most part, I do what I'm told. But if we had to bet a million dollars, okay, and on my side, I had to prove that masks do nothing, mm-hmm. and on your side, you have to prove that masks do enough to warrant making children at school wear them, I would take my side seven days of the fucking week. You people, you pro-mask people have nothing. And then so when I'm looking at fucking this Elon skit, so there's they're in some saloon. It's supposed to be like an old Western skit. Mm. And it's just some, you know, typically not funny, uh-huh. awful SNL writing. Yep. And this is what they sneak in. They, they Keenan goes, Yeah, but so he's talking to Elon. And he goes, Yeah, but you've had some really bad ideas, man. Like last week when you told us to Rob that bank without wearing masks? And Elon goes, well, yeah, at first I thought masks were dumb, but now I realize they are a good idea. And I wanted to just be like, Elon, you are the most eccentric, famous, innovative billionaire in American life. Why are you letting these little shits who love the masks just because of politics, by the way. They only like the mask because of politics. Right. They don't like it because of science, because there's no science to back them up. You let them put in that stupid fucking joke to make you look like a cock? I'm all for having a sense of humor about shit that you were wrong about. Right. He wasn't fucking wrong about it. And it just irked me. Like, dude, you joined their stupid little high school sketch comedy troupe. Right. You don't need to apologize to them. Folks, he's irked. It irked me. He's freaking irked, folks. Oh, but dude, some of the skits, so bad. Dude, you got to see this Mario courtroom sketch. Listen, I didn't see it. I don't think I'm probably, I probably don't, I'm probably not going to see it. Oh, and Pete Davidson, why do people keep putting him on TV? Because he has a big cock, dude. We've he does gone have over a hog. He's got to have a hog. He does. He actually does, right? Yeah. Have you seen him? No, I haven't. But Ariana Grande has, so. How dare you? Pete Davidson. Oh, then the weekend update guys are so bad. So there's this something Jost guy. Jost? That's his last name. I forget his first name. Jeffrey Chaucer? He is such a mediocrity. God. He's like, so you know Stephen, uh, no, you know Seth Myers is like, if you like, if you witnessed a crime, mm-hmm. if you witnessed a bank robbery, yep, and the guy that robbed it was you, you saw it, and then afterward, the police were like, "We need you to come down to station and give a witness testimony." And if you went to the sketch artist and you're like, "I can't really explain it," he was just the biggest pussy I've ever seen. You know how the sketch artist would have Seth Myers, but. He's gay. Yeah. He's this gay. guy. Excuse me. He's. Bl- oh, sorry. This guy is even 
more insufferable Jesus. than Seth Meyers. That's pretty bad. So he goes, um, oh, and at one time, so I didn't even know he did stand-up. So he's banging Scarlett Johansson. What? In real life. <sighs> Sorry, how are all these uh, total nerds banging all these smoking hot babes? I'm fine with nerds banging babes. It's pathetic lemmings banging babes that gets gets annoying. You know what I mean? Right. I'm fine with Tom York fucking supermodels. Well, yeah, that's different, though. Well, I see what you're saying. Okay. But, uh, or like if I found out uh, Jim Sheridan, who's the guy that is in Big Bang Theory? Sheldon, that fucking guy? Yeah. I don't know his real name. If I found out that he was banging, like, his girlfriend's a Swedish model. Yeah. I go, I like that. What about, like, Jessica Alba? She's a little overrated for my taste, but yeah. If he was banging a super hot person, I I like that. What about Agent Madonna? When I walk when I walk down the street and I see a rich guy that's really ugly dating a smoke show, I like that because the world makes sense to me through that prism. Do you think Britney Spears thinks that she is just as hot as she used to be? Uh, I don't think Britney Spears even knows where she is. Do you think Britney Spears is still hot? Do you think she thinks she knows where she is? Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's like when um someone said uh Jill Biden at a restaurant the other day. And, oh god. Uh, they were like curious what she was gonna order. So the waitress came by and she was like, All right, yeah, so um what do you have? Uh and she ordered the prime rib. <gasps> and then the waitress says Okay, great. So you get prime rib, um, side salad, and then um, the, for the vegetable. And she says, oh, my husband will have uh, the soup. Wait, did this really fucking happen? No. but the um, You son of a bitch. You had me. But um, what were we talking about? Oh, Britney Spears. I think she still looks pretty babely. Here's the thing. That was dude. a bad example, I think. No, I mean, I wasn't going that route. It was, it was pretty off the cuff, just random, unrelated shit. Okay. I think that if she had a sane person do her makeup and hair and dress her, <laughs> she'd look decent. But decent her, scene? her fucking yeah, but her fucking mascara is always running down her face and she's always sweating mm. and her fucking hair is always disheveled and she goes, "Oh, it's talking like this." And because um I, I have this really cool uh my favorite shirt that is yellow and uh, Yeah, she talks very weird cuz the fucking she's on drugs. Wait, it's how really did we, weird. How did it's we get to Britney? Uh, let me think. Uh, uh, oh, because I was saying I like when ugly rich guys right. have hot wives. Like, I don't understand. People go, she's only she's only with him because he's rich. Yeah, that's the deal. The guy gets to, she gets to enjoy his wealth. Right. And he gets to enjoy her body and him getting to show up to restaurants with her. Like, that is a fair deal. Yeah, they're both they are both currency. Whereas if I was walking down the street and the ugly guy was poor and his girlfriend was hot, people would say that's better because she's not with him for the money. That's way fu- now I don't even know what algorithm Earth is running on. Taylor Swift would not fuck Ed Sheeran if he made thirty grand a year. Ed Sheeran is one of the ugliest bastards. And And I'm not saying Taylor Swift would fuck Ed Sheeran right now, but she might. Ed Sheeran is the Nicholas Sparks of music. Who's that again? 
the guy that wrote the notebook and all the corny cheese fests. If I printed out one of mm. Ed Sheeran's top 10 songs yeah. and gave you the lyrics, you would yeah. go, oh my God, this is what the lyrics are? What if I compared them side by side with a Lake Street Dive song? Well, that's different, but I... Do you I, think Ed Sheeran's ever put Fable in a song? No. But here's what Ed Sheeran does. He is so... <laughs> he knows his market, right? Yeah. It's all girls, and he he's... Ed Sheeran's goal is to have the most wedding songs of his generation. Right. But, like, you see this guy reaching for rhymes... Where that stupid evergreen song says, I'll love you till we're 70. Dude, 70 is nothing. You just did that for the rhyme? It's like the most unromantic, right. the most unromantic thing ever. Once I'm 71, though, I'm if fucking you, out. If you propose to Jess and you go, I know I'm going to love you until I'm 70. She'd go, what? What the <laughs> fuck is that? And yet all these girls are in the backseat of the car, closing their eyes, like smiling, nodding along to this romantic song. Plot twist, he actually said 17. <laughs> well, that would actually make sense. But um, yeah, no. So I like when ugly rich guys bang hot women, okay? Yeah. Because the world can carry on and it makes sense. I don't know how we got on this topic right. in the first place. Well, oh, Pete Davidson. Right. But he's just a bridge too far. Oh, we were talking about these SNL losers. Yeah, so I was on YouTube, and I saw this Jost kid, or Jost, whatever the hell. Jeffrey Chaucer, right, right, right. And I clicked on it. I hate this. Like, I, I actually like John, John Mulaney, but I hate his... Agent Madani? I hate the Mulaney, like, wannabes. You would know him. He's a comedian. But everyone's impersonating him now. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate it. It's it's all right, dude. Calm down. But he goes, so this Jost kid or Jost, whatever. Jeffrey Chaucer. He goes, yeah. Oh, first of all, I don't really, I don't give a shit if you talk shit about white people because I'm white. I don't give a fuck. But my, what offends me is it's becoming so lame. I'm offended by anything lame now, and this low-hanging fruit is, it's lazy, it's stupid, and it's just corny. Jesus Christ. So he comes out and he goes, yeah, uh, I'm a white guy, so uh, You're kidding. I didn't realize for a year that Flo Rida's name is actually Florida with the space in it. And everyone like laughs. That's not funny. And I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. Listen, I know it's funny, and that's not funny. It's fucking terrible. I'll tell you it's funny. Actually, me and um, Ian, Ian and I, yeah, we have, we have a unique relationship. It's even got a cup holder. How's that smart? But what I like to do is I like to send... I'll, I'll remix the lyrics to a song... And record the. I'll record myself singing it and send it to Ian. That's that's what I do to Ian all the fucking time. Yeah, and he loves it. He's I like, know because this you, is great. Yep, because you do like a phonetic. Yeah, I do it. To, I do it to you, fucking losers too. Yep. But I did a weekend song this morning. Woke up, it just came to me. I sent it to him. You loved it. 
Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna sing it for you guys. All right, go ahead. Saw you dancing in a crowded room. I took my dick out and I looked at you. You got pissed off, took me by surprise. A single teardrop falling from my eye. Now I just want you to nice, picture. Dude. I want you to just like really picture the imagery. Yeah. That 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 presents. I was picturing him, picturing him driving a car with his cock out. Driving a car. Yeah. Were you listening? Well, yeah, but I'm just anytime you sing the weekend, I just think of him driving a car. Oh, uh, true. Actually, that's a good point. What color do you see when you listen to the weekend? Red. Nah, fuck. This guy's good. Um, <laughs> but I just picture a guy, obviously in a crowded dance hall. Yep. That just takes his dick out and looks at a random girl. This is a giant in cock. front of everybody, and she's obviously appalled. And he's so sad at, about it that one, and he's surprised that she's appalled that he just whipped his dick <laughs> that out. That she's not crowd. reacting and the he's, way he wanted to. And he's so taken back that just one lone tear just streams down his face. I love it. It's just so good. I sucked other men's <laughs> I'm brilliant. I'll I tell you. I like. I love your lyrical remixes. I really do. Thank you. I always think they're funny, and they're great. The best, the best was when I was in a band with Ian and I would do them to Ian's songs. Ooh, nice. Because that's like a bespoke. Because song. any old idiot would think that's like insulting, but it's actually like, it's, it's actually the most flattering thing. Because you, you, you know their song well enough to, right. to riff exactly. off of it. Right. That's great. I know. You never did that to one of my fucking songs. No, I definitely have. There's, no, no, definitely I substitute have. lots of cocks and asses in there. Yeah, like you, shit. You definitely have now that, I, now that I think about it. There's usually a suck and a lick in there. I know. I really do put a lot of cocks in everything, too. Dude, I put so many cocks in so many things. <sighs> it's just so easy. I put Dean's dick in stuff. And a lot of songs. <laughs> Dean's dick. What dude. is the origination of Dean's dick? I'll tell you exactly, because I, I think about it every time I hear that. <laughs> so... Uh, I met up with Mike DeBasio randomly. It was the first time I had ever just been one-on-one with Mike. Typically, it was like we were all with like Eric and people. First time I was one-on-one with Mike is when he built my fucking PC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then his parents got home and were all like shocked that I was there. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, how are you? Because you're his mom's boss's son. Right. Exactly. Actually, his dad got home. And then me and Mike were in the basement, and then his dad came down holding a cell phone and was like, can you just talk to Cheryl real quick? I was like, what? He's like, she doesn't believe that you're here. No I was like, way, are you really? fucking kidding me? So I was like, hello? She's like, wait, you're actually at my house? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she did not believe I was hanging out with her son. That's hilarious. So yeah. So listen Sorry. listen how unlike Mike this is. Yeah, yeah. So in the, in the group chat uh, one day, this, this has to be 2015. Maybe no, maybe twenty summer twenty sixteen, and um, I would have been twenty six years old. And he was like, "Oh man, I kind of want to go to Jay Bryan's and grab food, and so then, I can eat the blue cheese with a fork." Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll go." Assume, and then we, I think Mike and I both assumed that like Eric and Dave or whoever was in the chat at the time was like, "Oh yeah, I'll meet up," and no one did. <laughs> or they were like, "Oh, I'm busy." Classic Eric, yeah. So I was like, "I'll still go." So we went, and so we were at so we were at Jay Bryan's. We're sitting in a uh, we're sitting at the bar, and 
This kid Dean, who I I know Dean. I don't know him personally, but he was always around, and I know some. I know that we have mutual friends. This is not pulling down Star De- Dean. No, no, it, no. He was probably at some fruity bar, but the uh, <laughs> I, the last time I saw pulling down Star's Dean was when he goes Tim Sullivan. Tim Sullivan on my birthday. <laughs> they go, wait, dude. I because I remember the week before they go, dude. Dean went to the movies with your sister, man. Aren't you worried he's pulling yeah. the booze? And I go. What? No, dude. And then a week later, I walked into the party. Tim Sullivan at my birthday party, and I and I looked over at the people that wanted me to feel threatened because he went out with my sister, and I was like, "I think we're good." Yeah, it's funny too because I can picture him saying it exactly like that. No, and I always like Dean, but wow, well, uh, you know, it's just uh, he drove a Toyota Echo, dude. Yeah. All well, right, go on. Sorry. So we're sitting at the bar with the Basio, and then, uh. We over here next to us or behind us, Dean shows up. He must have been going on a blind date. So he meets this. So this girl's sitting behind him. And then Dean shows up and he goes, Hey, I'm Dean. And then she goes, Oh, hi. Like Ashley, whatever. And then, and then, uh, DeBasia goes, Dude, did you just see how that kid introduced himself? And I go, Yeah. And then, like, throughout the night, uh, Throughout the meal, Debasio just be being like, I wonder how Dean's doing over there. <laughs> and then and then there was some uh some lady at the end of the bar that these two guys were like <laughs> flirting with. They were like all over. And they go and I go, What is the deal with this? Do you think they like know her or they're trying to pick her up? I go, She's not even attractive. And then Debasio goes, Yeah, dude, I wouldn't fuck her with Dean's dick. <laughs> so DeBasio had only known of Dean's existence for like 30 <laughs> minutes and he said that. So now it's now it's everything. I want to buy that car with Dean's dick. <laughs> it's just a great the not only the alliterative quality of it but it's also just hilarious oh, that fantastic. he's already using Dean as a uh you know as a joke. He knows Dean so little that using his dick to fuck a girl is so that's amazing. inconsequential. It's so comedically perfect. You know what I mean? But it's also just so unbelievably removed. Yes. From banging the chick. Even more than if like he was like, oh, I didn't fuck her with Tim's dick because he knows you. Right. It's a perfect. It's yeah. It's so far removed that it would be of no consequence to him. And he's still it's fucking perfect. Yep. It's so perfect. It's a brilliant joke. It's great. Mike DeBasio, ladies and gentlemen. We should have him on as a guest. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. Actually, that would be great. He's too shy, though. He wouldn't. He sit. won't leave his house. He would sit here with a mask on. No, but even if he was here, he wouldn't say anything. No. Oh, he's a big fucking COVID would guy. Be like, um, Mike, remember that crazy time you did that fucking crazy shit and like the cops came and blah, blah, blah. He'd be like, yeah. 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 Worst podcast guest ever. Right. Yeah. He is... The worst uh, type of person politically, because you, you're not actually sure where he gets his opinions from. You know what I mean? Right. Like he'll go. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking going out, man. COVID's rampant out there. And then you go, dude. Not really. And then he cites like four people that died from COVID, which right. is which is sad. Right. Of course. But. I don't get what that's preventing him from. Right. And he goes, Trump's an idiot, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
totally fair. But uh, why don't you go out? I don't know how he hasn't gone. Well, never mind. I don't know how he hasn't lost his goddamn mind. I was just going to say that, and I realized he has. No mind. He's lost his fucking marbles. I'll read a random sentence from this. How dare you? From this book. I'm on page 103. Okay. Liberals were no longer interested in giving peace a chance. <laughs> I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Well, that's what's so funny about the fracking people. I'll do this right? book, too. Yeah, yeah. So growing up, everyone was anti-Bush, right? And all the peaceniks would go, we're only going to war uh, because the Middle East, we want the oil. We're only going to war because we want the oil. Yep. Which, you know, there, that's, there's truth in that. Right, we kind of fucking need oil. And then they go... To exist. And then over the last 10 years, we start fracking. Yep. And then we're the number one producer of natural gas and are totally energy dependent. And now they just go, why are we fucking fracking in America? Because uh, we got to have wars and take and you go, wait, oil. so you want to go back to war to get our oil? You're dumb, people. You're just they're just dumb. I pull that off, you can't be satisfied. Die. I'll read another random uh, sentence from a different book. Okay. People are like, what fucking books are these? First, American philosophy resets its arrests oh, on the belief that human beings have real, discernible individual rights. Right. And there you go. That's three books that I have sitting on my bookshelf. You're a hero. If anyone can guess the three books, I will send you two dollars. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah. So what else, dude? Is there anything else? Um, I played golf with Jess on. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Start talking about Sunday. that. I gotta grab another uh, seltzer. You want anything? Um, I think I'm good. So I was a little bit taken aback because first I was online trying to book the tea time, right? And I wanted to do nine holes at ten a.m. And I was like, it's Mother's Day, so it'll probably be dead. So I'm trying to do that. For some reason, there's only 18 holes. So I call. I'm like, hi, dude. I'm trying to book fucking nine holes at like 10 a.m. He's like, nah, I can't do that. You got to book 18. I was like, what the fuck? All right, fine. Did you not want to play 18 or did you just think Jess wouldn't do it? I figured she wouldn't want to. Yeah. Um, no, since her only golf she's ever played was on a nine hole th- par three course. No, not, I mean? 18's a lot when you're just getting started. Right. Eight, let's... Be honest, what you were trying to say. Eighteen's a, a lot for exactly. Um, so I'm like, all right, fine, I'll book it. So not then I, uh, trans women though, because they're different, right? Way different right. physically. We're right. Sorry, um, following but, the signs. But then I'm going to book it, and then there's, there's no fucking carts, and then I have to call again, and I'm like, what? What the fuck's with this no cart shit? He's like, oh no, 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 we have carts. You just got to book it with no cart, and then we'll get you a cart. I'm like, okay, oh dude. yeah, they, yeah, they did do that. Why don't you fix that asshole? So so fucking weird. Wait, sorry. So did you walk? No, dude. Okay. I rode. Okay. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, so how'd you guys shoot? So did you start off on the front or did you start off on the back? Started off on the front. Okay. And the starter was this old guy that was pretty jolly and Crystal's nice. Crystal's pretty tough, dude. Yeah. I, th- I think the front of it Crystal's tough. It can be. She had a rough day. She had a lot of topping. Just topping the ball down the fucking... And it was just you two. You didn't get paired up. And she calls it kerplunking, which is pretty adorable. Nice. Um, I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Yeah, so the guy was like, was like, you guys are the only twosome all day. You better hope nobody shows up. 
I was a pair. I was like, you better hope. Yeah, that nobody shows up threatening you. Um, better hope no one joins you now. <laughs> we are duly appointed federal marshals. But yeah, luckily nobody came. And we were just a twosome stuck behind foursomes all day. The gruesome twosome. Yeah. Waited on every tee like fucking 10 minutes. So I, it's my understanding that you were hitting the ball pretty well. Yeah, not too bad. Um Definitely had a couple not so great shots, but I actually was striking pretty well. My putting was was pretty atrocious. Yeah, had a lot of glances at birdies. Really, which failed, of course. What kind of birds? Uh, there was like two cardinals, um, a blue jay. Yep, and I'm pretty sure we saw a fucking bald eagle on that hole that's along the lake. Ooh, those must have been some good glances. Yeah, they were good glances. Nice. But I three putted all those birds. So. How did uh, Jess do? Any any pars randomly? I mean, that's a lot to ask I for a newbie. Actually, with girls, they can get a little lucky sometimes. I think she might have actually parred a hole. So did she played from the Reds. She played from the Reds. That's correct. I played from the Whites. Yep. Um. But yeah, I actually was striking pretty well. It's great. I've got. I've kind of first just, round of the year, right? First round of the year. Haven't even touched a first fucking, round in a year, maybe. Yeah. Oh no! Did you did we play together last year? Uh, I feel like we snuck out. For, I think we snuck out. Yeah, I didn't go to the range though and prepare for this at all. Remember when you and Eric used to golf all the time? And all I, the time. And I always had buddies that could go golf. Do you remember? And now you guys just fucking don't do it. Well, check this out. I'm going to plant a seed. You ready for this? Sure. Jess actually said this to me in the car the other day. She was like, "Hey, if you and Tim ever want to go golfing on the weekend." Just let me and Karen know, and we'll just go out to brunch and hang out while you guys play golf. That actually is great. What do you think of that, Karen? Karen. Karen? Make it happen. Hello? Um, that actually would be the perfect setup. Wouldn't that be nice? Because we could TF at like 8. Dude. Be done by? 12.30. 12.30-ish. They're going to brunch at like 1. Are they going to brunch at late? Well. Would they go to brunch at like 11? Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? Brunch is such a millennial thing. But see, we would, Here's we, what, we would brunch go Brunch was invented by people that didn't couldn't be bothered to wake up for breakfast. Exactly. But still wanted pancakes. Yes. Um and made restaurants obey. Right. We'd have to go at a time where it's early enough. Well, yeah, because we're not joining the girls for brunch. So right. I guess yeah. So they would go at eleven, start getting cocked, and then we wouldn't really be rushing because we're like, oh, they're they're happy. Right. But if we're getting up at for an eight o'clock tea time, for instance, yep, it's a win-win for them because there's they get to sleep in first of all. Yep, we go. We're on the fucking eighth hole before they even get out of bed. Yep, you know what I mean. I love this idea. And then they shower. They I was actually kind of always hoping this would naturally become a right. Yeah. Imagine if they're like every Saturday they have a brunch plan. Imagine they don't even want to like see us. They're like, you guys go play golf. We're sick of you. Yeah, they go. We're gonna go up to this cute brunch spot we found on the Canadian border. <laughs> and then we just go, okay. <laughs> oh, that's rich. Where was I going before this, though? Um, huh. You were saying that you played golf. You got some- Oh, right. So I've kind of figured out, right? So I've gone through stages, as everyone does. Golf stages. Yes. I used to fucking be an Atkinson Country Club member. I'd go there three times a week. Yeah, you were very into golf. I was very into golf. I was pretty sure that I was going to follow Kevin Faye's footsteps. Lowell and behold, I was very wrong. Um, 
but I would, I would go three times a week. I, would, I was like, oh, I'm learning how to shape shots. That was like nasty. my favorite, dude. When you were super gung ho about golf. Oh yeah, you loved it, uh, and it was great because that was when you joined the league that right. I had been in for years. Right. You know that wasn't that so much fun though playing a random show, mm. doing like a 45 minute set. Yep. Getting absolutely bombed shit face in downtown Haverhill yep where all of our friends were there yeah yeah then driving home to your parents place in Methuen right dropping off the shit dropping it all off going home going to bed and then meeting you either in your driveway or you'd pick me up at like seven and then we would just head into New Hampshire for golf honestly I that was like the funnest that was such a great uh what was that two years maybe yeah there were even days where we'd We'd meet at the grill next door for breakfast. Yes. We'd play around to golf. Then we'd go to the grill next door for lunch, play around to golf, then go to the grill next door for dinner, dude. Yes, we would. And then when we were also in the Friday league, yep. we would meet up. We would be at Crystal at like 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock on Friday. On Friday, yep. Play nine holes, do the skins. The skins. Drink like five beers, then we would go to Grill Next Door, then we would play a show. Yeah. At Chit Chat. Oh, dude. Oh, that was so fucking Remember? Oh. That's when I had zero. Neither of us had anything. I my job was minimal fucking responsibility. Yep. I like had just kind of helped out started helping out Katie. And she was like, Oh, just do like these five things. Just bill me hourly. If you want to take Wednesday off, feel free. Yeah, so I, could, I forgot about that. I could that. do like whatever the fuck I wanted, pretty much. I Man, could show that was up for, a freedom. Yeah, I could show up for three hours, do some shit, and leave. So I would say... Didn't have a girlfriend, so I just like had nothing to worry about. If I got cocked all day and just came home and went to bed until the next day, that was fine. Yeah, I'd say 23 to 26 mm. was about as free as two people could possibly right. get. Right. Literally no obligations. I didn't have to do a single thing I did not want to do. I could text you and be like, bull moose 15 minutes, and you'd be like, yep. Oh, yep. I could do whatever I wanted for years. And then we'd go to bull moose. He'd browse the Criterion collection. Yep. I'd buy like a $3 used Ambry CD. Yep. And then we'd be like, I don't know. What do you want to do now? I want to go grill grill next door. I'd beg it. I just could think of a place that i wanted to go for dinner and then i could just be like you want to go and i'd be like yep and then we would go crush a bunch of butts in the parking lot yeah the only time i'd be like oh i can't go is i'd be like i'm in the middle of a game of counter-strike yep let me just finish this up and then i'll meet you there and then i go all right i'll just beat it again and then we'll time it perfectly right that's one of my favorite jokes too is like if somebody's like oh i'll be there in five minutes i'll be like okay i'm just gonna beat off 36 more times <laughs> and i'll be ready it is a good joke thanks it's it's a well done joke. Thank you, thank you. But anyways, my golf phases, right? So I thought I was I thought is a key word because it's not true. I thought I was like getting really good, right? Yep. And would still swing like real fucking hard. And if I made if I made contact, I'd hit the goddamn thing three hundred yards. Okay. Yep. Yep. Jesus Christ. Was, um, sorry. Check, please. And then I, you know, went through all the phases of trying to change this and change that and blah, 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 and this and that. But now I'm in the point where I'm just like, bro, don't swing fat hard. Right. Just swing nice and easy. Well, because you have good mechanics. Right. So if you just, if you just apply that slow, you're, 
it's less likely you're going to fuck something up. If you have good mechanics, the ball's just going to hit the club face in the right fucking spot, and it's going to fling off that thing like a goddamn rubber band. Right. I mean, that was a bad example of a rubber band, but you know what I'm saying. But, like, also, you... I get that you... If you watch the PGA, you're like, oh, these guys are hitting it well over... 300 is now the norm. Right. But 250 yards of the tee, that is a far fucking drive. Right. In most courses, you're going to basically be driver pitching wedge on most par fours. Right. If if you're hitting it 250 plus. Here's how a lot of my holes go, okay? I'm on the tee. Got my driver out. It's 325 to the hole. It's a par four. You go, go, oh, I want to drive the green. Light breeze. I'll just hit it nice and easy with the fucking driver. It'll go straight 260 or so yards. Yep. So what's how many, how far am I from the green? So you get uh, 65 more yards. Okay. 65. Great. That's, that's like a 54 degree wedge. Mm -hmm. Right. A little little chip in a putt, dude. Right. Yep. So what I'll do is I'll get my 54. I'm fucking ready to rock. He's ready. Actually, this isn't a good example, but because I'm usually actually pretty good with my 54. But let's say I had my 60 degree. Yep. And all I needed to do was chip like 30 yards. Mm-hmm. I'll duff it. It'll go like two feet. Yep. Then I'll hit it again. It'll just barely make it to the fringe of the green. Then I'll putt it, miss, putt, miss, putt, hole. That's how a lot of my holes go. Or I'll be, it's like a long as fuck hole. I'll drive it middle of the fucking fairway. I'll use a five iron. I'm on the green in two. Yep. Putting for eagle. Putt, miss, putt, miss, putt, miss, putt I hole. I fucked up. Yeah. That's how a lot of my holes go. Golf is almost like a, uh, in terms of your improvement, so it's not a, it's not an incline, right? It's like a, um, it's like. I'm, I'm picturing, I'm picturing one of these things. It's like a postal service song. And how it looks. Yes, the little the little the little jagged yes. triple bump. You have to go it's like a uh, it's like a spiral oh, I'm sure somebody's listening to this. It's like a spiral staircase, right? Yeah. So you go up and you have a month where you go, I th- I think I fucking figured it out. Right. And then but then you're going back to the same spot that your shitty rounds were up, but you're you're a little bit elevated now because you're playing more. Yeah. So you're still more experienced, but you go, what the fuck? I was hitting in the low 80s. Right. Three weeks ago. Now I'm high 90s. Right. And then and then you go up a little bit more, and then you get back to the spot just above the low 80s, and you'll go, okay, I got it back. And then eventually, I think when you play enough, you can reach the top. Right. But it takes years. I would say if you... If you are averaging a 95 for a score, yeah. You're probably hitting an 89 every once every 7 times you play. Right. But you're comfortably locked back in. But and then and then you n- notice next summer you get a couple of the 98s, 99s out of the way. Mm. But then you you start chiseling away. Right. And then all of a sudden you go, "Wait, I just shot 389s in a row." <gasps> Right. And you go, holy shit, so it's possible to just be an 80s golfer now. Right. And then your confidence grows. Yep. And then I would say, but I would say you're almost, unless you're really, really dedicated and have some natural athleticism, 
most people are never going to reach 70s, but I think if you can get to mid to high 80s, that's a respectable goal oh, yeah. for, for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you were, if you had just started at some tech company. Well, I did not, I really didn't mean it. Right. If you just started at some tech company and your superior was like, oh, let's play golf on Sunday. Yes. And you shot like an 84. Not even that. That's even. Like an 88. If you shot an 88. He'd yep. be like, oh, wow, great round, but Very respectable. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He would think about no promoting, one's me, go- promoting exa- you. No one's going to be, no one's going to think like, this guy's not good enough to play with us. Meanwhile, like Thompson is pr- playing with you guys. He shoots like a fucking 97. And, and you guys are both like this fucking guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot a 97 last week, but I'm shooting I'm, I'm shooting an 88 today. And I go, why the fuck? Does this guy play with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I was going to give him a promotion, but you know what? And then he just points at you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, you know what? He's actually been working overtime for free. His wife just gave birth to twins. <laughs> uh, but I know you just started here, but I can't give this fuck the promotion. <laughs> uh, no, I remember uh, when I played. Oh, so Jeff Borstel had me playing <laughs> um, in his league one day like on a Mondays. Monday thing. Yeah. He keeps trying to get me into that. Yeah. And I I uh I could do that time. It's like four o'clock on Mondays or something, or maybe three o'clock. But so Jeff texts me and he goes, Hey man, we got an opening on the Monday league. If you want to play. This was last summer. Last summer I played the best golf of my <gasps> life. Right? Jesus. I would say on a bad day, I was shooting an eighty six. Oh my god. I was hitting 81s, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I was, in my mind, I was like, I've made it. I am now a good golfer. Right. I went from like a respectable, like, you know, normal dad golfer. Remember when you had the really bad slice, but then you changed that one thing and you got rid of the yes, slice? And then for like it, six months, you were like really good. That's when it all was yeah. going in. So I was shooting like 83. 83 was my number. My most average score in July and August, it was 83. And even my Uncle Mark was like, what the fuck is going on, Jesus dude? Jesus Christ. I was piping it. So now I have the confidence of a very good golfer. A Mal Kimball, if you But will. without the talent to back it up. I'm on a good streak. Right. I'm playing good golf. So I show up, and again, this is fresh off of an 83 streak. Oh, yeah. So we play nine holes at Far Corner. Oh. Right? So we show up. There's a ton of guys in the league. They're all wicked funny. And uh, and and they all like to bust balls, which I like. This is a giant cock. And uh, so we're all playing for money, too. Right. Because right? they do, um, I don't know if they do like a skins thing, but you, I don't know. Somebody at the end of every round wins. Just takes the money, all the money. Right? Yeah. So... And uh, and they take it very seriously, like they pair, they handicap everything. Yep, which I like. I like that stuff. So Jeff was like, "Hey, they want to know what your handicap is," and I was like, "Well, it's only nine holes." So uh, he's like, "Yeah, just take half of what your handicap is then." All right. So again, part of me was the over. Part of me was the reality yeah. of having played really good golf. Right in my mind, I am like a twelve handicap. Right. right? Um. And so one, my confidence is all time high. So my ego is like, yeah, I'm a fucking 12 now, dude. Right. Then on top of it, I was like, well, I don't want to 
what if I say I'm like a 16 handicap and I shoot like a fucking 38? Right. Then these guys are going to think I'm a sandbagging son of a bitch. Right, dude. So I was like, so then that was the other part. I'm like, I'll be the gentleman and I say I'm a 12 because worst case, you know, these guys don't think I'm trying to steal their money. Right. So fucking confident going into this round. So then I meet, I go there, I see Ryan. Um, Schrender. Yeah. And uh, and Pat was there. Yep, Pat Hermans. Yep. And then, uh, so then the guy's like, all right, so Jeff says that you're a, a 12 handicap. So so for nine, we just cut that in half, so you're six. And I go, yep. And everyone's like, all right, nine, all right, man, this guy must Everyone's be good. Everyone's like, Jesus. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't fucking wait because I'm going to do really well today. Right. So now I'm feeling like I'm one of the lower handicaps of the yeah, you already fruit. shot an 82 in your mind. Yes. So so I'm paired up well, uh, fucking three yeah. uh 41. Three gentlemen. They're all actually super nice. One of them was a little um cantankerous, <gasps> but in a funny way. Jesus. And uh so we tee off on the the nine that goes uphill parallel to the um uh, What fucking course is it? Driving range, far corner. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I fucking Pipe one, dead straight down the middle. Jesus, and everyone's like, and so now I can just relax because to me it's all about the tee shot. Yeah, you, yeah. Because if you had a good tee shot and then fuck up, they're right. like, all right, well, you you at least impress them for a little bit. Yep. So I hit the tee shot and I go, all right. Then I fucking pull up my sixty, and I hit a a tiger esque chip that lands in the false front and just rolls right up. And then I just miss my birdie putt just rolls out. And then it starts going a little bit fast toward the front of the green because there's a no. little, uh, hill there. <gasps> so now I have like a fucking six foot par Jesus putt. Christ. Fucking drain it. Okay, dude. So I'm like, fucking kidding me? I was like, all right, yeah. No, this is typical for me now. I'm, I'm like a good golfer. Right. So everyone's like, oh, fuck. Nice par, dude. Yeah. You're like, yeah, whatever. So these people are bought in. And then the next hole... I sliced one in the woods. <laughs> I topped my chip out of the woods and then fucking dribbled that and then proceeded to double bogey every single hole. <laughs> and the fucking guy on the ninth hole, he wasn't trying to be a dick, but he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, man, he's like, man, what? Why do they put you at a six? He's like, why did they put you at a six handicap? And I was like, well, I was like, this isn't really characteristic of me. He's like, yeah, I was, I was wondering. I said when they told me six, and they kept saying, no, he's a very good golfer. He's a very good golfer. Like basically just saying, like, yeah, I don't know why they thought you were fucking good. Clearly, you're terrible. And I wanted to fucking die. And then, so I gave them my money, and I just, I just left. You pulled a lance. Yeah, I pulled a lance. That's exactly right. <sighs> but that's what I'm saying with golf, dude. Don't get too big for your britches because at the end of the day, you're captive to the shittiness of golf. Yeah, golf is like the stock market, dude. Just because you made a little bit of money doesn't mean you're going to keep making money. Right. Okay? So, right. Don't get too cocky. So don't go in too large because you're going to lose it. There's a reason the word cock is in the word cocky. Right. There's also this a reason a why the word cock is almost in stock. Yes, and it 
quite literally is in New York Cock Exchange. Literally. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're at 77 minutes and 37 seconds, I guess. How dare you? I guess that's probably good. I guess, dude. I think that sounds good. P.S. Your cunt is in the sink. Also been doing this thing. I'm not telling you. I'm telling the audience. The past couple times where we just, I just take the cast iron skillet outside and put it on the grill, dude. I love it. And then I just cook fish in the cast iron skillet on the grill. Because then that way my whole fucking apartment doesn't smell like fish for a week. It is a brilliant idea. And it comes out great. It comes out fucking great. Because it gets nice and hot. Well, a stove is a grill. Yeah, in a way. You know, in a way. It doesn't have a grill. And we do the potatoes, dude. We get the little... The have s- bread? We have potatoes. We get the small little potatoes. Boil them. Right? Yep. M- most of the way. Then you just like cut them in half, right? Yep. Then you put the cast iron skillet on the grill. You put oil on that bitch. You throw them in. Cook them there. They get all crispy, dude, and brown. Ah. Throw some garlic in there, a little fucking rosemary. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fuck. I love it. But, I, yeah, that's it. Sorry, I don't know why I fucking went off on that. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Well, man, you did great. Uh, excellent dinner. Thanks, man. Excellent dinner. Thanks, man. Um, Thank you, dude. Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? Oh, Jess got all her new hats and shirts in. Oh, Champagne Peaks. Yeah. So those will be hitting the web soon, ChampagnePeaks.com. Um, so keep a lookout yeah, for those. Yeah, we gotta start plugging that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She might not want to be associated with some of the things we say. Because we're alt-right. Yeah. But uh, most of the things she's probably fine with. Well, even alt-right podcasts need sponsors. Yeah, that's true. Tactical walls. Johnny Apple CBD. Yes. Um, What's the coffee thing? Black Rifle Coffee. Yep. I feel like there's like one more. Um, uh, hmm. Yeah, there is. Gadsdenflags.com. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Infowars.com? <laughs> <laughs> Could be it. Uh I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got to fucking love that. It's so good, man. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but I get that he's crazy. I get it. But Alex Jones has literally been correct about 70% of things. Dude, like under what circumstance? That you're, for lack of a better term, public speaking, okay? And you get so irate <laughs> that you're going to take the papers on the table in front of you, crimple them up in your hand, and just start pounding your fist against the desk and going, uh, 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 I'm sick of this crap! It would have to be something very personal. Yeah, like the fucking audience would have to be... Definitely not frogs turning gay. Right, exactly. <laughs> it would have to be... It would have to be something like It'd have to be pretty bad. And even that, I get what... So what he's talking about is... They used some kind of chemical warfare that's... Well, no. So what he's talking about actually... Because this is, again, Alex Jones is crazy. I get it. But he's right about the majority of things that he says. 70%. But he does it in a very flamboyant way. All right. So 
that what in context what he's talking about is that we have an over prescribed population that all takes these psychotropic drugs that are mind altering everyone's on anxiety everyone's on antidepressants anti-anxiety medication whatever and it's pretty insane it's like one in three americans i think uh, have a diagnosed mental illness of some kind right so he's talking about this medication that big pharma is giving out like skittles and it's actually fucking with the inner workings of your brain people then piss and they've actually done studies saying that fish and amphibians that live in waterways that are uh tangential to where Jesus. plumbing lines are tangential actually uh they're saying that the chemicals travel through people's urine gets in the plumbing and then therefore does affect the turns of freaking frogs a- aquatic life and scientists have nor- have have actually studied abnormalities in fish and amphibians like frogs one of the things they did notice was that their mating habits were interrupted this is a long-winded way of saying Big Pharma is turning the frogs gay. And that's the thing with Alex Jones. What he says sounds stupid and oversimplifying, because it is, but it's it's tied to a... String of truth. Yes. A string of truth. And how do... By the way, if you want Alex Jones canceled... Uh, you just have no fucking sense of humor. The guy's hilarious. That's the thing, dude. So many people don't have a sense of humor. No, but I hate this excuse. Well, people listen to him and do bad things. Like, that's your fucking standard, dude? Then wouldn't you be banning, like, the Koran from bookstores? Yeah, no, there's no... (sighs) If If that's your standard, that somewhere on Earth... Someone terrible can do a bad thing based on what you said, then therefore you need to be banned. No one is going to pass that fucking test except the most boring people in the world. You'll have to ban everybody for everything. Except boring people, which is who's on, who's not banned. Everyone that's banned is exciting and hilarious. That's true. Folks, he's fucking right. You know? I kind of got a piss, though. So 83 minutes and 49 seconds, and that's the end of the fucking episode, dude. I'm shocked. If you made it this far, if you made it this far, shoot us a text message or an shoot email. Shoot us a text message that you made it this far, and we will reward you, folks. At it's.thedotsims at gmail.com, which I haven't checked in a long time. All right, folks. Well, it has been a pleasure. I know we've pleasure. kept you longer than typically, but... Uh, pleasure, dude. We will be back next week. Have a excellent week, an excellent weekend, and remember pleasure. to listen to your public health officials. No more lockdown. No more government overreach. How dare you?